0: This audio production is brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com, David Wolf's premium longevity member site. The content found on TheBestDayEver.com from David Wolf and New Horizon Health, Inc. is for informational purposes only and is in no way intended as medical advice, as a substitute for medical counseling, or as treatment cure for any disease or health condition, and nor should it be construed as such because that would be illegal. Always work with a qualified health professional before making any changes to your diet, supplement use, prescription drug use, lifestyle, or exercise activities. Please understand that you assume all risks from the use, non-use, or misuse of this information.
1: Welcome everyone, this is your host Lucian Gothier and I am here with Nancy Sachs and she's from Holistic Haven. She's joining us here today to speak about homeopathy, demystifying the secrets of homeopathy and hopefully by the end of this recording you are going to have a clear understanding of what it is and how it works. So Nancy, thank you so much for joining us.
0: My pleasure. Glad to be here.
1: Okay, fantastic. And you know, I think the first question that people have when they hear homeopathy is, you know, what is it and how does it work?
0: Yeah, homeopathy is misunderstood very often. It's really a it's a modality to itself. Homeopathy is an art and a science and you're using energetic medicines that are that are um chosen for specific reasons. In Greek, homeopathy is based on the law of similars. So it's homeopathy, which is different than allopathic. In nature, something like a cup of coffee, if you would take in nature and you drink a cup of coffee You would have energy and it would kind of give you a boost. What you would do as in, in homeopathy is you would take that same exact substance, coffee, and you would dilute it. The dilution process is very special in homeopathy because when you do it correctly, it, it, uh, unleashes the energetic or healing properties of that substance. So if you take a homeopathic preparation, of coffee, you're actually taking a diluted version. It's been diluted in alcohol and water, and succussed. And the succussion is a shaking process that again brings out the energetic uh, healing properties. So, if I was to take a dose of homeopathic coffee, that would actually work for reducing insomnia, nervousness, anxiety, and so it has the opposite effect of what drinking a cup of coffee would have. This is why it's, it's very confusing for people because they might take a substance that they don't understand why they're taking coffee, coffea, for insomnia because it, it actually has the opposite effect. Um, another example would be using allium sepa, which is a homeopathic remedy made from an onion. When you cut an onion, when you're in, in, in the kitchen cutting an onion, cooking, your eyes might tear, your nose might run. You would take Allium cepa, homeopathic, made from onion, to stop hay fever symptoms like runny nose and, and watery eyes. So it's a really beautiful thing when you get the right remedy, but it can be very confusing finding the right remedy. It's it's a it's a very old uh, art and science, and homeopaths will use a lot of symptoms that people have to base their um, choosing of a remedy. It's, there's about 3,500 remedies in the homeopathic pharmacopeia and anything that's, that's found in nature that's made from a plant, a mineral, or animal can be used. Even poisonous substances such as belladonna or arsenic are phenomenal remedies and because they're diluted, because they take a tincture or a substance, and they dilute it, any, anything that you've diluted maybe 10, 20 times really has no molecules of the mother tincture left over, and it's just an energetic healing remedy at that point. So, for example, belladonna in a 200C potency has been diluted over and over and over again. There's, there's no actual poison substance left, and it could be a really, really good remedy for f- high fevers that's the other kind of confusing part I think about homeopathy is that you can use all kinds of substances even things that you wouldn't want to ingest in nature.
1: Well I know David Wolf always uses the expression that the difference between a poison and a medicine is dosage.
0: That's correct, that's correct and actually Samuel Hahnemann, the founder of homeopathy, he was a doctor in Germany. He went to South America and he was translating some medical journals and and he found that the natives there were using the, the tincture of a poison nut called Nux vomica for malaria symptoms. And what he decided to do was take this tincture and drink it himself. And, and he found that taking this poisonous substance Produced the same symptoms of malaria, you know, severe stomach pains and, and nausea and diarrhea and sweating. And so he he took this substance and he started diluting it. And the more he diluted it, the more it helped him with those symptoms. And he he then understood the principles of homeopathy, which is taking a substance and diluting it to a minute dose, which brings out the healing properties and is able to cure or help the symptoms that it would produce in nature.
1: And it was very interesting doing some research for this interview. There was um, quite a lot of published material on the biological effects that take place when the body ingests something that, you know, theoretically it has no, you know, there's, there's no atomic structure of that poison in the in the uh, remedy that you'd be able to measure, yet it does produce actual biological effects.
0: Yes, there's something called Avogadro's Limit, and it's a mathematic theory that over um, a certain amount of dilutions, you would have find no molecules of the mother tincture. In homeopathy that would be 24X or 12C and the way that, that the X and the C potencies work is they are Roman numerals and the X is for decimal and the C is for centesimal and what that means is you would take the tincture of let's say echinacea or something you would find a uh, plant and the mother tincture is considered a zero. You would take one part of the mother tincture to nine parts of alcohol and water, and you would do a succussion or heavy shaking, and that now becomes a 1x. It's 1 times 10 diluted. If you take one part of that dilution, of a 1x dilution, and you add nine parts of alcohol and water, and you shake it, that's now a 2x, 2 times 10 dilution. But as as you can see that every time you take a a part of that tincture, and you dilute it more and more and more. There's an exponential factor that happens. It isn't just one times ten or two times ten dilution. It it becomes more and more and more. So in the in the centesimal potencies, you would take one part of a mother tincture of let's say echinacea or some other tincture to 99 parts of alcohol and water. So that's one times 100 dilution, and then you go up from there. So this Avogadro's mathematical limit means that past a certain point, which is the, the 12X or the 24C, you cannot find any molecules of that echinacea or that original mother tincture in there. It's all been diluted out. However, the theory is that when you do that heavy succussion or the shaking, the uh, energetic properties or the healing properties of the tincture are even more profound. So actually in homeopathy, the higher the number, the more that it's diluted. It's really opposite of Western medicine so in Western medicine a lot of people a lot of times people say yeah I needed a higher milligrams I went from 50 to 100 milligrams in homeopathy if you go from a 30 C to a one uh, like a, a 50 C you're actually getting less tincture but more energy so again it's opposite and I always tell people think of homeopathy as a teeter-totter the higher the potency the less the the or the the less substances in there, kind of like when you teeter-totter up and down. And it's really opposite of everything we know. When you take the higher potencies, they're also considered more energetic. So you would usually take the lower potencies for more acute issues. Let's say you you have a, a bump or you really bruised yourself or you worked out too hard and you want to take some Arnica, which is a phenomenal remedy for bruising or for muscle soreness or for even post-surgery, you would take a low-potency, like a 12C or a 30C. Low-potencies mean 30 and below. 12, 24, 30. Those are classic low-potencies that you could find in most health food stores. You would take a high-potency remedy for more chronic issues, chronic headaches, chronic insomnia, chronic uh, stomach issues, stomach distress, or something like that. You might take a, a high-potency of something like Nux vomica or Lycopodium like if you've got this issue more often or if you're having sleep disturbances. High potencies are considered anything 200 and above. 200 and above are usually harder to get at health food stores. You have to go through a, a licensed practitioner, but they can they can be ordered even probably on the Internet. And as I said, the higher potencies have less substance in them, but they have more of an energetic effect in the body. Now, the energetic effect in the body is a lot like throwing a pebble in a pond if you throw a pebble in a pond you have a ripple effect and we're a big body of water and we're taking a small substance and so when you put a homeopathic remedy under your tongue and by the way they are taken sublingually precisely because they're energetic medicines you don't want to touch them or handle them and they're not taken with food they're designed to be taken under the tongue so that they go right into the bloodstream right into the nervous system and they're designed to stimulate the body to correct itself so, this energetic effect on the body is more profound usually when you take the higher potencies and it's it's more probably more on the physical level when you take the lower potencies
1: and nancy i'm sure you 've heard this before, but what's the difference in the way that you explain that mechanism of action with how the um homeopathy tincture would work, how is that different than a vaccine? Because a vaccine is injected into your body, it stimulates or it it, it summons a reaction from your body to produce sort of an immunity to that. It sounds a little bit similar to what you're saying, but I I know there's a difference. What is that difference from your experience?
0: Yeah, um, there's a big difference, but actually vaccines were based on what homeopathic remedies are. So homeopathy came first and then they, they got the idea to inject that diseased substance into the body. Now, vaccines are based on um, putting a live virus or bacteria or something into the body to trigger an immune response, and there has to be a mechanism that, that makes that diseased tissue stay in the body. So vaccines also have toxic tag-alongs, and the, um, the, the product that's put into the body is designed to stay in the cells for a long period of time. It can, which can be um, kind of, they can be kind of toxic to the body. But in any case, a homeopathic remedy can also be a diseased tissue or a virus, and can have a profound healing effect. But it's it's a pretty pure product, and it's given sublingually, so it stimulates an, an immune response or it stimulates the body to correct itself. But it does not stay in the system like a vaccine would. So they both trigger an immune response, the vaccine also will trigger an immune response that's kind of negative. A lot of times people go get a flu vaccine and they get the flu. And very often children get uh, vaccinated with MMR or DPT and they have a a severe reaction like a fever or or, uh, flu-like symptoms or they're very lethargic for 24 hours or they have stomach issues or something like that. And that tells you that that the body is trying to reject it and because of those toxic tag-alongs that are often um, part of the vaccination, it, it, it the it, the toxic effects are almost more than than the the benefits. With homeopathy, the body it, they're very 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 safe for for infants, for elderly, for women, for children, for everybody. Because you're taking a tincture that's been diluted, and it's usually given in an alcohol. If you're taking a liquid tincture of homeopathy, it's in alcohol, it goes under the tongue. And if you're taking the little pellets, those are milk sugar, and they're, they're dissolved under the tongue. And the body will only take on basically what it, what it needs to stimulate an immune response. In my practice, I've had, those little sugar pellets taste really good, so I've had kids take a whole bottle of something. A hundred little pellets. There's no bad effects in the body. You know, maybe they'll have a little loose stool for a day, but there's no such thing as overdosing on a homeopathic remedy. They're very, very safe. And that's not the case with vaccinations. Now that they've become so prevalent and there's combinations of disease or or, uh, viruses in these vaccines plus the, the thimerosal or the aluminum that makes it stay in the cell, it becomes a very different product than a homeopathic remedy
1: in that explanation it, it seems to me that the the way that it works is gentler it's safer does that mean it takes longer for the body to respond and benefit from it or can you get the same type of quick reaction from a homeopathic remedy than you would maybe in an allopathic sense?
0: Oh that's a great question I've seen miracles with homeopathic remedies just it can it can be an instantaneous response. It can be such a quick healing response that it's almost hard to believe, and that's where this whole conversation comes in where people think that it's the placebo effect, because you're stimulating you're taking a, a a substance, a remedy, a natural remedy, an energetic remedy that can stimulate the body to correct itself, if somebody is very healthy or if you're giving a homeopathic remedy, let's say to a child who's who's pure and you know doesn't have a lot of toxins and is basically healthy. You can see a healing response so quickly that it, it, you almost don't believe it because there is an innate intelligence in our body. It's that hidden life force and that vitality, that chi that the homeopathic remedy will actually tap into. And that's why it can happen so quickly. I mean, I personally take homeopathic remedies all the time. I take tinctures and what's called combination remedies because there's, um, there, there are single homeopathic remedies like arnica and then there's a, there's a homeopathic combination that's called tremeal, which has arnica in it and all kinds of other remedies for soreness or bruising. And these combination remedies are great to have at home in your first aid kit. And I'll take remedies all, uh, quite often and I'll notice instant effects. One of my very favorite things to do is give people when they feel like they're getting sick is to give them homeopathic remedies because if you get it in the very beginning, if you take a remedy at the very start of feeling a sore throat or or a sickness of some sort it could it could immediately go away where you never even really have to get sick. The same could help you for a headache or or um, stomach pain. You know, I've had people come in with food poisoning. I give them homeopathic remedies and all their their the cramping and the pain goes away. So it could be really, really quick. It isn't always that way, especially when you're de- dealing with more chronic issues. But I think that the healing could be quicker with a homeopathic remedy than almost anything else. Well, herbs, herbs as well, but you, you can see magic, especially with children. I treat what's going on with them and, and try and help them in a holistic way, which is is the deep stuff, not not just band-aid their symptoms, but the root of the problem and help them physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, even, and lifestyle issues. A lot of people just need to be educated. So that's, that's what I'm pretty passionate about is, is, uh, teaching people what they can do to feel better and like what we're discussing today, giving them tools that they can use in their own life at home and, and feel empowered with it, like that they have control over their own health. And a lot of people just need a little bit of information and and then they feel like they can they can just have a better quality life.
1: All right, so if you're listening to this interview, you can check out www.holistichaven.org. That's holistic h o l i s t i c haven dot org. You can contact them by phone 818 818- Eight six five nineteen hundred, 1900 and uh, they're just a phenomenal resource. E- education, empowerment, and um, just, just a fantastic uh, connection to have. So we're really grateful for this interview, Nancy. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. This program was brought to you by TheBestDayEver.com. Thanks for listening.